So the title of my message today is We Find What We Seek. As I went about my week last week, God just spoke that to me as I was praying. Seemed just random, but at the same time, I was like, that's really good, Lord. You're right. We find what we seek. And so as I prepared for this week, I just continued to dialogue with the Lord about it. I said, okay, Lord, we find what we seek. So, you know, what, what's your heart in that? And he just said, well, we find what we seek. So what are you seeking? What should we be seeking? There are so many things in life to concern ourselves with. So many things to look for. Maybe uh, we need a job. We're looking for work. Um, maybe we need a car so we have transportation for work. Our kids need clothes or school clothes or whatever it is. There's just so many things that we can occupy our mind and our thoughts with. But that's not the stuff that the Lord wants us focused on. He wants us focused on Him. In Matthew six thirty-three, it says this, But seek first His kingdom, and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. See, he doesn't, doesn't want us to have to worry about all that day-to-day stuff. He wants us to seek him and trust him because he's going to provide for all of it. If we seek his kingdom and we seek Jesus, all these things will be added to us. But if we focus too much on these things, all the passes, the balls that we're juggling and all of that, then our attention gets focused on that. And we fail to realize that God is in the midst of our day every day, day to day. You know, he's moonwalking along, just taking care of all this stuff for us, and we don't even realize it. We don't even see him because we're so focused on all this stuff. If we get too focused on that stuff, we just miss the big picture. We don't see everything. So what should we seek? Obviously, we should seek Christ. What we seek out and what we focus on is important. It forms our perspective. Perspective. It can affect our attitude. It can affect our thinking. It can be the difference between joy, peace, and freedom or sadness, despair, and bondage. In Philippians 4.8, it says this, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. It's important that we keep good things at the forefront of our minds. Those are the things that we, sh- that we should seek. It was interesting. I was having a conversation with Peter this morning and a different story, but in the context of this story, the question was asked about the Garden of Eden and, uh, you know, when they, they ate from the fruit and all that and the, the Lord's kind of confronting them. And the Lord says, who told you to do that? So who are we listening to? That's, that's the heart of that. Who are we listening to? Are we listening to God? Are we trusting Him? God says don't worry about all that other stuff. God says to seek Him. 
So it's important what we think about. It's important who we listen to. So just to, to kind of provide an example, let's think about our jobs for a minute. So I'm a pastor, but I also work full-time in industry. But it doesn't matter what our jobs are. We all have frustrations and things that we fight with. And, you know, some people have a legitimate, awesome job. They love it, and it's great, but that's not everybody. So in, in either case, there's different ways we can look at it. We can look at it as, you know, my job is difficult. My boss doesn't listen to me. I have to work overtime this week. And we can allow that stuff to, to drag us down. Or we can also choose, despite difficulty, to focus on good things. I assure you, they are there. We just have to seek them. We have to look for them. So maybe it could look like this instead. I get to go to work today to provide for my family. Think about that for a minute. Not everybody is, is blessed with that right now. There are people out there looking for work. My coworkers are really great and I love working with them. There's always something good to be found in the midst of it. I gotta help make that customer's day today, whatever it might look like. You know, going to work each day is far more enjoyable when we focus on the good things versus the bad things. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that life is all sunshine and rainbows and just ignoring that stuff makes it go away. But it does change our perspective. It does change our attitude, our thinking. It can affect our joy if we let it. We find what we seek. So if we focus on all the bad stuff, and that stuff is what's dominating our thoughts, if we're focused solely on all the negative circumstances we face, then we fail to see anything else. It can lead to just sorrow and depression and defeat. We fail to see God acting on our behalf. But I assure you, he's there and he's acting on our behalf. If we focus on God's goodness and look for him and to him in the midst of our circumstances, we're going to find him. He's there, friends. Sometimes that's hard to see. I, I get it. It's, it's difficult. You know, I've, I've had that perspective about my job sometimes, or just whatever it, it is, life in general, right? Well, you know, there's, you got debt issues, and work is terrible, or whatever, but the more you focus on those things, the more it just drags you down. We have to be looking for God in the middle of that, because he's there. Like that video, all the balls flying around, all the problems that we face, the things that we concern ourselves with, it distracts us. But when we focus on Christ, the balls that we're trying to juggle, the problems that we're facing that are all around us, they're still there. But they don't seem as heavy. They're not prominent. They're kind of just melding into the background. I mean, think about worship today. We're here. We're just worshiping the Lord. We're focused on God. I didn't have a care in the world. Not a care in the world. I was just focused on my Lord, worshiping Him. And all that stuff, all that junk, it just goes away. And it doesn't have to be once a week in worship that, that, that we can live like that. If we seek Christ in our day-to-day, -day, every day, throughout our day, we'll see him, we'll find him. He's doing stuff. 
He's taking care of stuff. When we trust Jesus to handle those things and we seek him, our perspective, our attitude, our thinking changes, and we can find joy, peace, and freedom. And that's what God's want, God wants. God's all about relationship. He wants relationship with us. He wants us to have relationship with others as well. And how we seek and what we seek in relationship with God and with others is important. We find what we seek, friends. If we're looking for an intimate relationship with our Lord, if we're seeking that, we're going to find it. There's so much that God has to offer us, so much. And we can choose if we stay on the surface or we go deeper. The same can be said for relationship with each other. Sometimes it can be hard. But in relationships, we find what we seek. When we approach relationships, are we expecting hurt? If we've come to expect hurt from others, we're going to have a hard time forming relationships because that's what we're going to find when we, when we enter into them. Are we looking for the best in people, or are we focusing on their faults? Whichever one we're looking for, that's what we're going to find. So we need to be seeking out the best in each other, not focusing on faults. You know, I feel like I'm a pretty nice guy. Thank you for not, thank you for not correcting me. You know, I try to be a good friend, but I don't always meet that goal. None of us are perfect, especially me. <laughs> but if, if those of you that have known me for a while were to think about your past interactions with me, you could find good, and you could find not so good. You could focus on the ways that I may have encouraged you, or the ways that I may have said some hurtful things. The ways that I was a good friend, or the ways that I was a bad friend. And I'm certain that if you were to focus on all the bad stuff, if you were to occupy your mind and your thoughts with all of the bad interactions you had with me, even if I hadn't done anything in a long time to anger you, you'd, you'd start to get angry at me. You're like, oh man, what a jerk. He did this and this and this and this and this. That's not where we want to focus. We need to seek out the best in people. We need to seek out relationship and stay focused on connection. Michael and Tiffany have been uh, leading a connect group on the book Keep Your Love On. And we're not through it yet, but I'll tell you, the stuff that's in there thus far, it's really good stuff. You should read it if you haven't had a chance to. But it speaks a lot about connection and relationships and how to move towards others versus away. God wants us to move towards him. He wants a deeper relationship. He wants a more intimate relationship with us. And he wants us to move towards each other. He wants us to, to form... Uh, deeper bonds with each other. And how much easier is that when we have the perspective that God is good? God is good, friends. 
And if we have that perspective, it's so much easier to, to come into relationship with him. He's not mad at us. He saved us. It's also easier to come into relationship with other people if we have the perspective that they are also good. That their intent isn't to hurt. They're not trying to hurt us. That's not their intention. But none of us is perfect. But if we focus on fault, if we look for hurt, if that's been our past experience, and we continue to look for that, the cycle just continues. That's what we'll find. We'll find hurt. We'll find fault. We'll find all the bad stuff. And it'll damage our relationships. We've got to be seeking connection. Connection with God and connection with each other. Looking for the best. We also need to be looking for God's promises in our life. Again, back to just the day-to-day stuff and all the things that distract us. God has made so many promises to us. So many. He won't leave us or forsake us. Deuteronomy 31.6 Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble at them, for the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. That's a promise, friends. It's a promise from God. If we wait upon him, he will renew our strength. Isaiah 40.31 Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. It's another promise from God. That he will guard our hearts and our minds and we can find peace in him. Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that in him we can have fullness of joy. Psalm 1611. You will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand there are pleasures forever. God is so good, friends. He's so good. It's so easy for us to let the circumstances of life, the things that we face, the challenges that we come up against, the responsibilities that we have, It's so easy to let those things overtake us and distract us and burden us. But who are we listening to? I love that the Lord brought that up this morning. Who are we listening to? Are we listening to God? Are we trusting His Word? His Word is truth. Those are promises. I could stand here for days continuing to read scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture of the promises of God. They're too numerous to count. Life can be difficult. It can weigh us down. But if we believe God and we trust Him, just look at all those promises. Seek first the kingdom. Seek Christ. All those things are taken care of for us, friends. 
All of them. The enemy's been defeated. We don't have to fear him. We don't have to be burdened with the things of the day-to-day life. We, we just focus on him, and all that stuff is taken care of. Melts away. God speaks to us. He guides us. He encourages us. He helps us to see the good things in our lives if we let him. If we look for him and allow him to give his perspective. You know, in the word it says we're to keep every thought captive. So what does that mean? It means just that. Keep every thought captive. Submit it to God. When we have a way of thinking about something, if we're facing a challenge and we're thinking one way, submit it to God. Say, Lord, this is what I'm thinking, but I submit it to you. What do you think? He'll tell us. If we seek out God's promises in our lives, we're going to find them. And friends, he is faithful to keep them. Our God is not a liar. He is true to his word. His word never returns void. Here's another really cool promise from the Lord. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me, when you search for me with all your heart. God's not hiding from us. He's not. He so desperately wants relationship with us. And when we seek him, it's a promise from God. We will find him. We'll find hope and welfare. We'll find love and joy. We'll find peace and kindness. We'll find abundance, abundant life in him. Just think about that for a minute. Of all the things that we're seeking in life, if we believe the promises of God, we only need to seek one thing. We only need to focus on one thing. And that's Jesus. We find what we seek. So what are we seeking? I thought that was a really good question that the Lord posed to me. Do we want all the promises that God has for us? I do. I do. So let's seek for what we want to find. Let's make sure that we're seeking the right things. Let's make sure we're not, we're not expecting or looking for hurt. We're not expecting problem or you know, issue. That We expect goodness and love and all the things that God has for us. Let's seek Christ. First and foremost. And watch everything else just fade into the background. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you for this simple word and reminder. That we find what we seek, Lord. So, Father, I just ask that 
as we go about our day, we go about our week, Father God, that we don't allow all those things to distract us. We look to you, our provider, our savior, our healer, for all things. That we would truly believe in your goodness, in your word, in your faithfulness, and that we would just trust you. You are so good to us, Lord. You're so good to us. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you can bear with me for just a moment, if we can keep our eyes closed for just a, just a bit longer. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus, you need to hear this. He is seeking after you. He is seeking after you. He has been for a long time. He is always seeking us. Maybe you've been seeking him for a little while as well. But here's the thing. Jesus doesn't force his way in. You have to let him in. In Revelation 3, it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door... I will come into him and will dine with him and he with me. Friends, God is knocking. He's knocking. He's been knocking. And if you're seeking him, I'm sure that you can hear it getting louder and louder.